Fearless is real because I believe that everyone lives with their fears and it's more how you face them and you overcome them. Whatever those fears are is that it's okay. It's okay to have them, but let's not let them rule our lives. Welcome to the Fearless Happiness Podcast, where we showcase phenomenal individuals who have overcome serious traumas, life obstacles, and challenges to find their own path to fearless happiness. Listen as Max Nace invites guests from all around the world to share their experiences and spread strength, hope, and faith. This is the Fearless Happiness Podcast, and this is Max Nace. All right, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in this world. This is Max from the Fearless Happiness Podcast, and I have this amazing lady coming on and joining us today. Her name is Erin. I'll let her tell her story. But I, this has been like, I've poked and prodded her and said, come on, Aaron, you got to do this, and, right? She would just got to go, okay, maybe one day, one day. So I'm so happy that she's here. You got to hear her story. She's got a great story. And you got to check out her Instagram, which she'll get into and tell you what that is later. She does some amazing videos and, and she's going to tell you what she does for a living. So what I like to do, Aaron, is introduce yourself to my audience tell them who you are and what it is exactly that you do and then we're gonna rock and roll as i like to say okay well hi everyone i am overjoyed to be here but more importantly it fills my soul to tell my story or tell parts of my story in the hopes of maybe inspiring just one person out there so i am new to the podcast world so bear with me um but i'm ready so let's do this. Uh, tell them your name, Aaron, like your name and, and, and your company. And and then I'm going to hit you with some questions. All right. Uh, my name is Aaron Ertzik. And my newest company is Mental and Mental Skin Care with the purpose of taking the negative stigma behind the word mental, like literally behind the word mental, which is why I have it plastered on my hoodies and tattooed on my arm is literally to erase the stigma and to erase the fact that people think it's such a negative word. Right. And you see how I did that on the slide, right? Say you're, cause I didn't want to butcher your last name. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aaron, does this, you got to understand this lady's amazing. You should see her, her stuff on Instagram. Thank um, you. Someone introduced me to her and said you should follow her and try to get her on your podcast. So it's been a labor of love trying to get her on here. Um, it started with what I know you had lip cancer, correct? And then she started a, a lip gloss company that helps with that. And I'm with her, right? And this is when I noticed that she was trying to break the stigma for mental, right? She's We're down the same alley because... My mission is to break that addiction stigma and mental health stigma that, you know, anyone says you have a diagnosis that that's what you are. Right. And we understand that's and Erin knows this because she she preaches it. She talks about it. We are not depression. We are not bipolar. We're not whatever they try to tell us we are, because there's some really amazing people out there that I'm trying to get a hold of that you would never know they would have any issue of any sort. Right. As we like to say. Yeah. Um, and, and Aaron's mission is like mine to break that stigma. So tell the audience, Aaron, like what started that for you? I mean, tell them about the lip gloss company and stuff like that, what sure. you went through your challenges and sure. how it just kind of kept blooming into something bigger. 
I, um, so the interesting thing for my journey is that I've actually had a lot of paths that led me to where I'm at. And so I'll go back, I'll go back, back. Um, my previous company, I had, um, taken over, um, uh, someone I admire and look up to. I took over, um, a friend's, uh, retail store and I loved it and I owned it and we built it and I really, got joy from my customers and from interacting with people and kind of as my life went on and I I uh, met my husband and he had two kids and my journey kind of took some pivots as it, as you'll hear that there's many more coming but kind of took a pivot and um someone wanted to take over my space and I thought that maybe that those were signs for me to take that company online and so I did that and I kind of didn't put my heart and soul into it at that time. I was, you know, helping my husband with with the kids and when catwalk was no longer, I was still trying to find out who I was and where I was going. But right before that actually, um let me back up because I forgot to mention one of the most important things here is that I had I had lost my mom to suicide. And it, it did come as a shock, but it also didn't come as a shock. So for us, there were a lot of signs there. And I think that was something different in our story, because I think that if you meet someone who has lost someone to suicide, a lot of times they instantly say, I had no idea, or this just came out of nowhere. But for us, um, the depression was there. The lack of motivation was there. The eating disorder was there. So I threw myself into work and that's when I put all my energy into catwalk. And then I'll fast forward back to where I was. I had met my husband and kind of all my work was on the back burner. So I knew that there would come a time when I would be building something new, but also something with a purpose. And I knew that what it, my mom would be guiding me along that path to help anyone not have to go through what we went through. And I've now made it my mission to scream from the rooftops to anyone dealing with anxiety, depression, bipolar, addiction, you know, to reach out if you can and just even more than that, because I know at times it's hard to reach out when you're when you're in the depths of it, but to even just know that you're not alone. And even though you're going through those things, you are worthy. You are worthy of love. You are strong and you have strength in you. And you've got to keep going. You you've just you got to keep putting one foot in front of the other as hard as it is and keep trucking along your journey. And I think that that's when the light starts shining through. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I can relate. But with my brother, um, he hit it very well, right? And the only reason I knew something was up is because I found out he relapsed, right? But I didn't yeah. find out about the second one, which the one is that what threw him over the edge and right. And I can get into that. But like, you never know, 
you know, you always have these ideas of what you're going to do when that stuff happens, right? Until it actually right. happens, right? Like right. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face, right? And right. Then you get punched in the face, and you're like, okay. And, and that's why I knew we connected on so many different levels, right? Because we're family people. Yeah. We've been affected by mental health issues, right? Your mother with her suicide, my brother with his. And, and you know, I, I know you can relate to this, right? Because even though we will never get the answer of why, right? Like, Correct. why didn't you just right. ask for help, right? Like, right. I'm the biggest crybaby, so I will ask for help, right? Like, I'm not the guy, though. Well, maybe my wife might tell you different. But if I get sick, right, I'm that guy that's like, oh, I'm going to die, right? While she's... But I'm on that mission with you too, right? Because I try to tell people it's okay. And it's actually a sign of strength to ask for help. Yeah. Right? You're, yes. you're digging deep. If you are at that point where you're asking for help, to me, I always say that's God working through you to go go get yes. help. And I'm going to yes. get that for you. But you got to open your mouth so people can, right? And it, But it's difficult. Out. Yeah. You know it. I know it. I've even been in those spots where like... I don't want no one to know what I'm going through right now. I feel, you know what I mean? That stuff yeah. that comes up for us. And like you almost try to dehumanize yourself. And, and I think it's interesting too, because on some of my posts where I say, you know, reach out, reach out, or I post, you know, the 988 number or the suicide hotline and people say, well, it's hard to reach out when you're in such a dark space. And yes, it's hard. But I think again, reminders that you're not alone and reminders that there's so many people, I would say more people than not, going through these struggles and these hard times where they don't think they're going to make it through. Right. Can maybe help push someone to reach out. Absolutely. And that, well, that happened for me, actually. Like when I was five years sober, I went into the worst depression I ever experienced in my mm -hmm. life. Like I, I couldn't explain it, but all I wanted to do was, you know, get home, crawl into a fetal position. Right. And have those thoughts go through my head. Right? right. But luckily for me, you know, I was five years sober and I actually worked my program and I surrounded myself with people I trusted, so like important. my sponsor. Right. So, right. And, and I remember the day walking into his office and I told him, I go, like, I feel like I want to die every day. Like, I don't know why this is happening. Right. I got everything good happening in my life. Right. You know, th this should have happened in my addiction. But now I'm five years sober and I feel like, what's going yeah. on? And, you know, and for him, you know, he grabbed the big book and he was like, you know, and this is not a AA thing, but he grabbed the book and it says, oh, even you guys seek outside help if we need it. Right. So my yeah. first step was actually talking to him about it when I look back on it. Right. And going, hey, I'm in trouble. I don't know right. what to do. And then him going, go see your doctor. They're going to help you. Right. And yeah. And thank goodness you did, you know. Thank God, right? Are you yeah. and I may not be sitting here speaking, right. right? And we all have moments. And I want people to understand if you're listening to Aaron, right? Sometimes it's not us. But what I want the audience to understand is when you're witnessing it, don't be afraid to step in and go, right? I'd rather have you hurt my feelings because because then in the end, I'm going to go, yeah. I know you care, right? Yeah. I might be hurt at that moment, but right? Okay. Don't be afraid. What me and Aaron are trying to get at or Aaron is trying to get at is, don't be afraid to step in if you have to and go. Don't be afraid to speak up. And and I think right. something I also that I hear common out there is, well, if I bring up suicide, 
I might push them over the edge and, or I might be that one that makes them actually bring it to fruition. And the truth is, is that by talking about it, it's not going to make or break the decision. Right. But, but exactly. talking about it could divert the decision. Absolutely. The decision. Right. So, yeah. Right. And, and and sometimes what people I think need to understand is when you do bring it up, I think the person's going to understand, well, wow, they care enough to ask me these questions. They do care. Right. And, and maybe you snap them out of it. But like Aaron right. said, maybe or maybe not, we don't know. But at least I know if I do that, I'm not going to live with any regrets because I said, oh, I walked away going, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. Right. And um, and I know it's a tough everybody. It's This is a deep and it's a tough topic to talk about. But I think it needs to be brought to our awareness, right? Like, if you see something, don't be afraid to talk to the person about it, man, because that's maybe what they need is to that someone cared enough to stop what they were doing. You know, just an example. Hey, yeah. Aaron, how you doing? Right? That just yeah. that. How are you doing? Might have snapped them out of it. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So. I mean, this is like I, I get goosebumps when I talk about stuff like this, right? Because I know it's such a sensitive and it, but like some of the challenges. So now you talked about your mother. Let's talk about you a little bit, right? That, okay. right? Because your mother kind of got you aware of the mental health issues in the world right. and stuff like that. So, but I know there's stuff that you have gone through. Yes. I mean, talk to the audience about the things you have been through that have shaped who you are and why you want to help so much now and break that stigma. Well, I think that I think something that it's interesting for my audience to know too is that you know my my posts about positivity and my um, pushing people to find their strengths is also is me talking to me, you know, because I go through those ups and downs, and as an entrepreneur, and you know, I've lost my mom to suicide, and you know, trying to bring my family out of the dark from that. Um, and trying to find my own path. And, um, you know, I, I too need to find my strength and find the positive things and, and change your mindset to the positivity. So I just want people to know out there that I am not like, you know, unicorns and rainbows that I have my ups <laughs> and downs and I am speaking to myself when I am posting and speaking for me, as well as trying to help, you know, someone else out there. But yeah, so so during COVID, um, it literally was during lockdown. I I had this little tiny spot on my lip, literally like the size of a paper cut, but it was just something that never felt normal. Like it just felt dry or cracked. And I was like a chapstick yeah. queen and just chapstick, chapstick. And a good year had gone by. And I finally, someone said, you know, you should probably go get that checked out. And so I went, I went to the dermatologist and she said, um, you know, it does look precancerous, but before we have to biopsy it, let's try this topical treatment. And, and so here's kind of a difference in my story too, is that the reaction was not from the cancerous cells. The reaction for me was from this treatment because I was not told exactly how to use this, this cream. So I gobbed it on my bottom lip thinking it's going to heal and it's like medication and I, I'm going to have these beautiful lips after. And it said, use it for 10 days straight. So day two, fine. Day three, my lips started feeling a little sensitive. 
And day four, I woke up and my lip was fully blistered. And it was like a green and white blister, which turned into like a black and purple blister, which turned into blood, pus, crust. Um, I'm telling you, like the ceiling fan air hurt my lip and the pain was worse than childbirth. And so here I am, like, you know, I have a family and my husband was there for the beginning and then he had to go out of town for work. And so I'm trying to take care of the kids. I'm trying to be strong. I could barely eat. I couldn't, couldn't pucker for a straw. And so I started posting my story thinking someone out there has got to have been through this. Right. Well, there wasn't one person that came through and said, Oh yeah, I've been through that. And I'm researching, I'm seeing people get it on their legs, on their chest, on their shoulders, but no one had this on their lips. And so I called the dermatologist. I said, listen, I think something's gone wrong. And she's like, no, I think you'll be okay. More days had gone by. And about day 14, I just had to walk in there. And I walked in and it was still mask time. And so, especially in doctor's offices, I walked in with my mask and I pulled my mask down. I said, listen, someone has to help me. And so she looked at me and she said, oh my God, you know, what did you do? said, I put it on like you told me. And she said, no, it was supposed to just be the spot. But she tried cleaning it up. And I'm like, kind of gasping because it's hurting. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea you were in this much pain. And got me an antibiotic. Fast forward four days later, so 16 days total or 18 days total, I was in this mess. Um, They did clear. my, My lips are fine. The precancerous cells are gone. but. I started researching for lip glosses with SPF. And I think only one came up at the time. So this is what, 2020, 2021. Only one came up at the time and I ordered it and I didn't love it. And so I kind of went down this skincare path, which I had never been down before. I am new to the industry. Um but I realized that there was a hole in the market and a lot of people had came through and said, wow, I have this spot on my lip or should I get it checked? And I'm always like, just go get it checked. I am no expert. I can only tell you through my experience. And so I kind of tied it all together and realized that especially after COVID where I think people kind of lost the sense of self-care and taking care of themselves. I think people let themselves go. Nobody was going outside. No one was going out to dinner. No one was conversating in person. And I just think a lot of things kind of got left by the wayside and mental health went down and self-care went down and suicide rates went up. So I just thought that all these paths had led me to start speaking up and the cancer had kind of pushed me towards this product and I could use the products for a means to an end to tell my story, my whole story. And so, well, here I am, like, I'm, what are we, we're 2023. So I'm about two and a half years into the lip gloss, which has not launched yet. Um, But it will, hopefully in the next (laughs) three months, (laughs) I am banging my head against the wall trying to get this product out. And I know I have people out there waiting for it. But for me, it's more about the message than it is actually about the lip gloss. And the message is, mental take care of yourself take care of yourself inside take care of yourself outside and do those things to make yourself feel better and feel that sense of joy right 
and, and mental health is very important, right? And it starts with, I believe, right? Because I've worked in mental health. It's how we talk to ourselves too, right? right. When we're going through those rough times, right? Because right. I know there was times, well, during my addiction, my inner dialogue was not very good, right? I was that piece of, you know what? You right. Know, you should just go walk off a short pier, you know, take that long walk and, you know, you'll make everybody yeah. happy. Um. But what I what I've learned through that challenge and suffering from depression is it had to start with me and how I talk to myself, right? And getting Absolutely. rid of a lot of that old negative dialogue that I heard growing up. Yeah. And it was from family, right? That and 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 if you're my family's listening, I'm not it's no one did it on purpose. It's just the things like our older generation learned when they were growing up and they just carried that on, right? So it's like I do differently with my children and I do differently with my grandchildren, how I right. say things and right. you know, try to do different than the older generation. And, and I think it starts with us, right? How we see ourselves. Yep. Right. And, and how we carry that message to other people. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, strengthening your own mental mindset, I think is, you know, one of the main supports of your own mental health. Absolutely. And here's the thing that I've learned being an entrepreneur, right? And as you know, you're going through it, right? It's not for the faint of heart, right? Because oh, you're going to go, you're <laughs> going to go, you're going to be on the mountain one day, and next thing yes. you're in that valley, going, yes. "How am I getting out of this one?" Right? But it's who we surround ourselves with, right? Right. Right. And and always surrounding ourselves, you know, not only with our loved ones, but in that entrepreneurial world, I like to say the people that are like light years ahead of me, so I can ask them how they got through certain things and. Right. The people that are going to pick you up and support you, not go, yeah. oh, see, I know you're going to fail there, but go, no, you get up. Right. Like, you have I to. Like, I always say it right in the Rocky movie where he talks to his son. It's not about how hard you get hit or you hit. It's about when you get knocked down, how many times you get back up and you keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. Yeah. And right. that was something I wanted to drill home to the audience out there, too is that through all the years and through all my struggles, I've had a lot of people ask, how do you, how do you keep going? How do you motivate yourself? And I just want to be the first to say that I do not wake up motivated every day, but I do wake up knowing even the smallest step is a step in the right direction. And so if you can just get up and just keep going, whether even if it's a literal step of, you know, getting some fresh air or, you know, writing for me has been a huge, um, huge relief and I can get my thoughts out on paper and it's, it's helped me therapeutically as well. But, um, to everyone out there listening, who's going through anything in your life, whether it be entrepreneurial or mental health or whatever the struggle is, is just to do something, just right. do something and get up and keep moving and keep moving forward. Absolutely. And I like that because that's kind of what I teach my clients, right? When all else fails, get up and go do something or go help somebody. Yes. That's, that's my thing too. Yeah. Is if you think you're having the worst day ever, go out and help someone, right? Yes. And my mentors would drill that. In. If you still think your life is bad, go help somebody else. If you still think it's bad, go help somebody. Yep. Right. You, and they say, yep. when you do that enough, you'll realize that your your life's really not that bad. And at the end of it, you're the one that's going to benefit because of all these people you try to help right. or helped. And, right. Right. And it, it it doesn't matter. And that's why I'm connecting everybody like with people like Aaron is 
because we all find each other, us like-minded individuals. It doesn't matter if we live in a different state or in the same county or whatever, you're going to find those people. It's going right. to be like a magnet. And then, right. and, and and I choose to hang out with people like Aaron that are positive, right? But that are truthful that, you know, don't always get up going, hey, I'm going to have a great day today, right? Because, you know, yeah. <laughs> we wake up, we didn't have our coffee right away or whatever. Yeah, I mean, life you know? happens, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. But we understand that's going to happen. And we just, we learn how to redirect our thinking so that we can have a better day. Okay. Oh, that right. was quick. Let's keep going. Um, and, and that's why I, I'm so appreciative of you coming here and sharing your story and the Thank stuff you. you've gone through, right? Because it takes, I know there's a lot of people like, I just saw one of her posts not too long ago where she showed what happened to her lip, right? right? And and you and I know people, I know people that would have been like, I'm not doing that. Right, right. right. You know, so that's- and you know what, Max, those weren't even the worst. I had some photos that were even worse then I didn't want to scare people too bad, but I did want to let them know, you know, that it's out there and you got to take care of yourself. (laughs) Right. But see, here's the thing that what I took away from that was here's a brave person willing to show what she's gone through and that you can get through stuff like that. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Yours happened to be your lip. Right. And and like I said, I interviewed a gentleman who, who fought cancer twice and is totally cancer free now but has learned to turn around and mentor people that are going through cancer. And yeah. Right. And that's the people I choose to surround myself. The ones that don't give up. Yeah. That, right. Okay. We had a plan. Yes. We got punched in the face, but you know what? Right. The next punch is I'm going to dodge it and I'm going to keep going forward. Yeah. Right? Or if I have to run the other way for a minute, you know, and come back yep. and regroup. You kind of um, have to accept that there's, there just might be a pivot coming. <laughs> right. And, and see, I love when you say that because there's so many of my guests that have shared that, right. This didn't work. I didn't right. quit. I had to pivot, right? right? Like, and I, there's a a friend of mine who, who that's like her saying, you know, pivot and slay, which means I'm going to turn around and I'm going to come back better than before, right? I love it. Yes. And, and um, and that's why I do this podcast. So I get to meet amazing people like you. And when I'm down in Orange County one day, I'm going to come look you up and yeah, and, uh, get to sure. meet. And let me tell you, Max, too, I, I know you've let the audience know that huh. it took some time to get me on here and you were kind of poking and prodding for a little bit. But <laughs> to be honest, like the beginning of this year was was a rough one for me mentally. And I was going through some things. So I, I didn't. I didn't know how I was going to share when I was in that state of mind, you know? So absolutely, I'm happy to say that, you know, I, I did some work and I got myself back in the gym and did some writing and some, some creating, and it kind of brought me back to life. So I appreciate you being patient with me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, um, you said things right now that were very important, right? And this is like the guys that I follow, and, and you know some of them by seeing them on Instagram, like Andy Priscilla, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. The Ed Milets of the world, right? right? They right. talk about that, like fitness is, you want good mental health? Yeah. It doesn't even have to be like those guys, right? Where you're hitting the gym for two hours, right? right. They'll tell you, get out and walk. Aaron told you, get out, walk, do Just get some get fresh air. Yeah. Right? And- I think fitness is very important, right? And then, um, of course, eating healthy or trying to eat healthy and getting yep. a lot of water. And um, but one thing that I think you'll agree on, right? In this shirt, it says G code, right? That's it's supposed to be for greatness code, but I call it God code, right? The guy that wrote this book that is very wealthy uh, talks about 
family, fitness, finances, and group, right? Yeah. So what he means yeah. is uh, who are you, know, your family, are you taking care of your family and yourself, of course, right? Finances, right. are you uh, taking care of what we like to call, right, for down the road, generational wealth, right? Are you, are you preparing for your kids, your grandkids? And uh, fitness, of course, he's big on working out. Yeah. And the group thing that hit with me was who are you surrounding yourself with, right? Because you know the saying, right? If I hang out with five thieves, I'm probably going to be thief number six. Right, right. But if I hang around five millionaires, I want to be the sixth one, right? Right. And, and, or and at least what, learn from them and know how to grow. <laughs> abs- absolutely, right? And right, I can't hang out with someone who hasn't been where I want to go and expect to learn, right? So I learned from Erin. I watch her her Instagram and Thank you. just, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm learning from people that are trying to push themselves. Yeah. I, I, you know, David Goggins, right? You've heard right. of him, right? Right. Like, he has that. He said that saying that has stuck with me, right? Is learn to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yep. Right. And I always looked at my addiction as being comfortable, right? And look where it got me. Yeah. Right. So now being sober almost 20 years, I learned to get you right. And being a dad and being a husband and a grandfather, I'm always trying to push myself to be uncomfortable because I want to leave my legacy is not so much the money, right? But showing, hey, my grandpa, man, that guy got out there and worked out. He ate well. Absolutely. He took care of his family. Yeah. Most importantly, he meant what he said and he says what he means, right? Right. Integrity. And and that's why. You know, um, I get people like you on the show because I know you guys live, you live that way. Absolutely. Right? And, um, you know, she shows her family and her Instagram and, and and that's the people I want to hang out with, you know, and learn from because I know I'm not, I'm 55 and I'm not done learning. So right. I'm trying to learn. So tell my audience, like some of the things you've learned on this path of better mental health, being an entrepreneur, right? Because you know, as well as I do, sometimes that racks your mental health, right? Because oh, you're yeah. trying to figure out how oh, you're yeah. going to get things moving and going and growing. And go ahead, I, Aaron. I think um, a main thing that I've learned is that that you've got to quiet the clutter. And by the clutter, I mean the clutter in your own mind. Because you can let your mind race and you can let your mind go down these dark holes. And so you've really got to learn and take those challenges because it does take work. You know, um, none of these things come easy. It's all, it's all work. It's all dedication. It's all repetition and consistency. So really learning to quiet the noise that's in your mind. And, and, you know, along with that too, is, is kind of quiet, um, the comparison game that you want to play with others and well, she has this, or she's here, or she's there and just kind of accept where you are in your life and just embrace it and learn from it and and again grow so um for me you know getting back in the gym really helped strengthen my mind uh more than i thought it was going to and kind of reminded you that that you know you're here for a reason and you are worthy and you really can do these things that you put your mind to but you've got to do the work and so i've learned gosh i've learned so much um I mean, from my mom, you know, I've learned that life is precious and that life is meant to be lived. And so get out there and do those things. Like, don't settle for the mundane and the vanilla if that's 
not what's filling up your cup and that's not what's right. you know driving your passions like get out there and do those things don't worry about the outcome so much but like really live for the moments absolutely and it's the been it's been a, a huge pusher for me down this journey <laughs> yeah that's great because there's a guy i listen to when i when i run a group there's a there's a um a recovering addict that i love to share his video it's like 16 minutes long and you should check it out because sure it's called ceo should do what addicts do mm. I, I michael something brody i i think it's but anyway, he talks about the three principles that he lives by, right? Is always be authentic, yeah. right? Surrender the results, which you yeah. just said. Yep. And do the hard work always, right? Yep. And that's how I've lived my recovery. That's what I was taught by my sponsor and the guys. And, you know, even in this entrepreneurial world, the guys that I look up to are like, dude, you got to do the hard work. Yeah. Right? You know, yep. and if you can't, you learn it. If you can't, then that's when you find someone who's good and you let them do it. But yeah. You got to try, right? And and life, as you know it, Aaron, and we all know it here on this podcast, can be tough, right? Right, right. And you know, it takes the best antidepressant I've ever taken. Let me tell you, has all been right. exercise. Yes, has been exercise. I used to be on uh, antidepressant, but I quit. I told my wife like four years ago, four years ago now, almost. I said, I'm. I'm done. And she goes, yeah, you're just kind of there. You know, you're not happy, but you're not sad, right? right you're just kind right. of, we look, sometimes we look over and you're just kind of there, right? You're flat. Right. And I go, and it was like, they're right. Like, I don't want to be just flat. Yeah. Right. So I did it yeah. the right way. And the one thing the doctor said, he goes, if you're coming off this, you, you know, eat right and get, start getting some exercise. Right. Right. Release the natural dopamine that your exercise does and all that. Exactly. So, Exactly. And some of us is are extreme, right? Like, and I've done 75 hard and I've done, yeah. you know, that one Good for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And some people like, but I'm like you just, if you can get your blood flowing, I yeah. think that helps. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's a 20 minute walk or 20 minutes on the treadmill or wherever, just go get some air, get that vitamin D from the sun. Yeah. It'll work wonders. And um, I agree. But here's the thing is, you know, sometimes we don't have those accountability partners right and it is up to us to right to push ourselves and to um be our own accountability partners right as they say yeah you got to kick yourself in the butt you know and, and <laughs> right. sometimes it takes just getting to that point where you just don't want to feel like this anymore you're just you know ready to make that change and you know, I, I would have to say one of the easiest things, like you said, is just to get out there and walk and put the right things in your body. Right. You don't even know the reactions you're having to some of the crap you're, you know, putting in because it tastes better or whatever the case, or maybe you're lazy and you don't want to do, you know, do it the healthy way, but um, just getting out there and doing something, uh, get yourself on that healthy path really does change your mindset. Right. And like, be, I like being funny. It's like, you know, and exercise does not mean get up from the couch to go to the fridge, you get a Coke and come back. That's not right. exercise, everybody. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But this is a journey I think anybody can, can embark on, right. Is uh better health, right. which then will, you'll have better mental health, yeah. better relationships, right. Because you'll feel better about yourself. Right. And, and that's why I talk to people like yourselves because not only do they talk about it, everybody, but Erin actually practices it and she goes out there and does it and she shows it off and right. Yeah. And all yeah. of us have it in us 
And like David Goggins said, like I said before, it's just time to learn to get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's right. when the growth starts anyway. Right. Um, I don't want to be the grandpa there, the grandkids say, oh, we know where grandpa, uh, grandpa is. He's over in his easy chair, you know, flipping the yeah. channels, right? Yeah. I love going out in the patio or my driveway and playing with them and running Same. around. And I'm, thank God, I'm young enough to still run around and do that with them. Yeah. Right? And, and for um, me, and it, it's uh, really important for my husband and I to not only talk about the health and, I mean, my husband is an extremist on a self-growth path. And, um, I mean, he's really, really done the work, probably more than anyone I know in my life. Um, I do what I can and not not as to the extreme that he does. But um, one thing we both are so passionate about is being great role models to our children and not just talking the talk, but walking the walk when it comes to our health and our mental health and also doing those things that you love in life. Um, for instance, you know, this dance class that I take, I hadn't, I was a dancer when I was younger and then didn't dance at all and realized there was a time and it was like, gosh, I really want to do that again. But you think I can't, I have kids or I, you know, but, but you find the time and you make the sacrifices and it really can uplift you in a way that you didn't even know it would. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you said it right. Leading by example. Right. That's, that's key for, for us. Right. Yeah. And because, you know, that saying, right, you never know who's listening or watching, yeah. but right. we know who's listening and watching, right? Right. right? You're telling your ch your child to go out and exercise and they're like, well, what about you? Exactly. I don't, know if you I don't know if you're old enough to remember those commercials when they had the drug, you know, commercials and the, the kid got caught with something and the dad's shaking him and going, where'd you learn that from? And he's like, I learned that from you, dad. I learned that oh, from gosh. you. Right. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of eye-opening, right? Because we do learn from the people that are around us. Right. Um, and, you know, my hope is like people like you and I, that we break that generational yep. uh, curse, as they say, yep. and, and show a different way for our kids to, uh, to live and love and have exactly. fun and be helpful to people, right? And yeah, and like you said- And hopefully right follow their own dreams that, you know- when they're when they're aware of what those are. <laughs> Absolutely. But like you said, you're setting the bar, right? You're already yeah. doing it. You and your husband are setting that bar where right. those children of yours are going to know that mom and dad are not going to settle for mediocre. It's right. going to be like you give your best or don't do it at all. Right. Right. And I right. tried to do the same thing. And, um, you know, I wish I would have learned a lot of this stuff way back when. But of course, yeah, it is what it is. And right. I still have a lot of life ahead of me and I can yep. still do it and change and, you know, change the world one person at a time. You and I get to change yeah. one, uh, the world one person at a time. And, you know, I appreciate you coming on here so, so much. So people, I don't know if you work with anybody, but how can they find you, Aaron? Like if my audience is like, I want to I want to talk to Aaron, you know, how can sure. I reach out to her? So, um, I, I mean, I guess the easiest way would be through my own Instagram, which is XO Aaron, like a signature. So it'd be XO, and then my name is spelled E R Y N N E. So XO E R Y N N E is my personal, um, my mental skincare page is mental.skincare. And then the website is mentalskincare.com. And on there, um, we just launched. I believe a couple of weeks ago. So on there, we do have some mental health resources, uh, some blog posts about relevant things that are going on in the world today that can help with anxiety and depression and depression in children. 
um, some healthy eating habits. And also, um, I believe our newsletter is going to launch this month as well. And mm-hmm. e- even just kind of want to keep it just, just throwing out those positive reminders. And I think that's for the lip glosses and the positive hoodies that I do is, is really just a reminder. My posts are just a reminder that, you know, you've got it in you and you can do it and you're not alone and you're worthy of all those things that, you know, you want to do with your life. I love it. Love it. Love it. So that leads me into the questions I like to ask (laughs) towards the end. And I wrote a book called Fearless Happiness, like my podcast, right? My addiction, my battles and my recovery. So what I like to ask my guests, start with the first one. What does fearless mean to you, Aaron? And how does that show up in your life on a daily basis? Okay. Um, Well, gosh, I can't say that for me, fearless is real because I believe that everyone lives with their fears and it's more how you face them and you overcome them. With, and I'll go back to some other things that I've said through the podcast is just to take the steps and to accept those fears and to know that no matter what the outcome, as long as you're moving forward and moving forward in a positive direction, that whatever those fears are, is that it's okay. It's okay to have them, but let's not let them rule our lives. Absolutely. I love that, right? Thank you. Because <laughs> a lot of us have, I mean, if you think about it, are we really going to become fearless? Right. I don't, right. But we can become fearless, right? Exactly. Fearless yeah. And, yeah. I love that. And I like what you said is just keep moving forward. And no matter what, you're going to learn something that way, the fear starts to come down. So right. my next question okay. is happiness. As you see, I put a Y in it for a reason. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to see if you can figure out why I did it, but I'm going to ask mm. you the question, right? What okay. does happiness mean to you? And how does that show up in your life on a daily basis? Okay. Um, happiness for me would be a a sense of peace of where I'm at in my life. I think again, you know, my life is not all unicorns and rainbows, but if you're at peace with where you're at and know that you can always grow and keep learning, I think that brings you more towards a sense of happiness and joy. And, And for me personally, um, Happiness is, you know, filling my soul with my passions and, you know, the things that I love and surrounding myself with those uplifting, powerful, positive, you know, positive uh, supporters. Yeah, we have to, right? Because yeah, yeah. Right? we hang around with all the people that are depressed and stuff. Yeah, We're gonna it's follow so and... easy to just, you know, get dragged down. Exactly. And there's people out there that like to do that. So I'm like you, I choose not to hang out with people like that. Right. Right. I said, if you want to hang out with me, you got to learn to be more positive. Right. Right. (laughs) I appreciate that. So you heard it, everybody. But before we go, right, there's one last question. It's my favorite question, actually, of them all. (laughs) So you're not off the hook just quite yet. (laughs) It is. So what is that one piece of advice you would give my audience, Aaron, to help them grow as a human being and become a better person? Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I think that the one piece of advice that can help you through your toughest challenges is that, um, I mean, there, this might be a couple things, but just don't give up. No matter where you're at, no matter where you're going, no matter what your goals are, 
do not quit and be okay with the the pivoting and the regrouping and keep moving forward. And and this is something that we didn't touch on, but I we can maybe come to a close with is that even in the darkest moments and in your biggest struggles, is that there's always something to be grateful for. And I think that can also lead you towards the light as well as just, you know, stopping yourself for a moment and remembering what you're grateful for. Absolutely. I couldn't have said that any better. Did you hear it? You guys have heard me on this before. Attitude of gratitude will get you so far in life. So far. Right? Yeah. Well, Aaron, this has been such an awesome time. Thank, Thank you, you for coming and being a guest on my Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> right. And uh, sharing your wisdom and, and your just your energy with my audience. I appreciate you so much for being here. So you heard it, everybody. If Aaron made you think, if she made you smile, if she made you go, like I say, hmm, right? right. Please go to iTunes and leave a five-star review so everybody can find this. We get more people to the podcast. And then maybe we can have Aaron on again soon. So absolutely. I appreciate you, Aaron. Thank you, Thank everybody, you. for being here. Again, like Thank I said, <laughs> yeah, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world until uh, this world, excuse me, I can't speak in this world. Until next time, everybody, have a great time and I will see you soon. Are you tired of being weighed down by life's traumas and struggles? Join the fearless happiness lifestyle and let us guide you toward a brighter future. Explore our past podcast episodes and get a copy of the Fearless Happiness book to ignite your inner strength. If you or someone you love is battling addiction or facing challenges related to unresolved trauma, know that we are here for you. Visit maxnaist.org, M-A-X-N-I-J-S-T dot O-R-G and take the first steps toward finding your fearless happiness. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Fearless Happiness.